This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? It is Craig. Today's Monday, so of course, that means it's time for another Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com. And now I'm taking a couple seconds to share it out because as you can probably see, my internet sucks. <laughs> That's why I'm a little delayed. I don't know what's going on. Uh, according to the internet people, it's because everybody's suddenly using it all of a sudden. I've been on this thing all day, people, and it's been good up until it's time to do my video. It is 6 p.m. Central Time or here in the Central Time Zone. So, I mean, that could be it, I suppose. Hello, Amy. How are you? Thanks for joining in. So, I want to apologize if the video quality is a little low. The speed test I'm looking at says 3.5 download in less than one upload. <laughs> that is, that's like dial-up. But anyways, nonetheless, I want to talk about money. <laughs> you know, usually it's, uh, I try to get pretty serious talking about, you know, the rates, um, try to analyze the markets, you know, use sonar to get my opinion. Um, and that was actually my plan today. You know, that was my plan. But give me one second before I jump into my regular spiel. Let me share it out. If you guys can, please just click the share button, share it to the freight group. I'm trying to. It's stuck in limbo. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll worry about this later. So please share it just so I can get out to the Facebook world because we all know, you know, that Mark Zucker kind of hides these things unless they're shared out by um, other people. But like I said, I usually do my normal let's get serious talk about uh, the markets. But, you know, honestly, as I was laying in bed, kind of rehearsing my show for today, last night started thinking i don't think we need any more negativity um you know you know in the industry right now i don't think you guys need me to jump on camera and tell you that the markets suck because typically that's usually what i do i'm with you may i seen in the watch party you said a no market to analyze you're exactly right <laughs> that's one of the reasons why i don't want to talk about it because you don't need me to pull up you know the sonar the freight wave sonar and look at all the red because you know my saying red is dead and as it turns out a lot of that sonar board happens to be red. But like I said, y'all already know that. So as I was there, you know, laying in bed, I thought, what the hell can I do to make this thing more positive? I was, I guess you call it writer's block. I had no idea. So I thought, well, I guess we can talk about money because right now, I mean, money is, I mean, it's positive to me. So I hope it's positive to y'all, you know, making money, um, you know, anything to do with money, making extra money, finding ways to make money. Um, all that jazz right now. So I am doing a little something different today. And now, excuse me, as a lot of you guys may know, I am pretty private. You know, I'm private in my business, uh, private in my finances, and basically private in my business finances at that. But today, for me to uh, give you examples of real life scenarios, what we're going to talk about, I guess I have to stop being so private and let you guys in a little bit Blue is dead as well. Yes, you're right, uh, Steve Oatley, your favorite freight broker, depending on what you're looking at, but you're exactly right. Anyways, we're going to talk about all that. And for today's show, kind of got sidetracked there. For today's show, we're going to talk about mainly about me, my businesses, and my money. And not to brag, so don't get things twisted. It's to show you how easy, it is, how easy it is to make just as much money, if not more, than what I do on a monthly basis. We all know I'm neither a broker nor a carrier. However, when I was brokering day to day, and even when I drove sprinters, you know, six, seven years ago or so, I still did a lot of the side gigs or side hustles, whatever you want to may call it, back then, as I still do now. The difference now is they make me a little bit more money or a little more of a livable wage, if you will, than what they did 
you know, when I was starting out uh, with all that. But before I get started, I do have to give a, you know, a quick disclaimer because I definitely don't want to sound like a broken record, especially if you look for ways like I did in the past to find the extra money. And basically that disclaimer is, you know, the tips I'm uh, about to share with you may sound similar to the ones you see on like Instagram, YouTube, some of those long Facebook ads and your newsfeed from all the other marketing influencers. But my tips are totally different. And the reason for that is because I'm real. The people you see given all these marketing ads and all that jazz that you see on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, that's not real. They may be real people, but what they're saying, how they make money or how much money they actually make is legit not real. I know this because I have tried them. So if you've seen it and you thought about it, odds are I have probably tried it. Another difference is all those people that you see and the Instagram, the YouTube, and those long Facebook ads, you guys know what I'm talking about. Usually like a young couple saying, I make thousands a month on the internet. Click here, give me your email, buy this 500 package, let me show you how. That's all junk. That is all a gimmick, okay? They're there to sell you something. I'm here to sell you nothing except to tell you how I make money. It's free. You guys don't have to listen to it but it's just up to you. I know a lot of people in the industry do know me more in my private sector, and a lot of them can contest or prove to a lot of what I'm gonna show you. So basically, that's all I wanna show you there. Uh, another thing before we get started, because once I get started, I'm gonna kinda go bang, bang, bang. A lot of these tips, I believe there's, uh, let me get my notebook out. There are seven tips, okay? And now out of the seven, like five of them I do, or if there's six, I do like four of them, okay? And so that's basically where we're at. And now. I'm doing this as a podcast and a video as you guys can see me now or hear me now. My podcast audience is a little bit different from my video audience. Podcasters, my audience typically are, you know, people between 21 and 35 years of age, um, such as in my video, they are mainly between like 35 and 55 years old. So I say that because a lot of things I say over this video may make sense more to the younger crowd, if you will, or my podcast audience rather, but I definitely wanted to get this on video to show truckers, especially the older truckers or the ones I call the truckers that are in my dad's age group, which is he is 65 this year. Um, I wanted to tell you guys because you guys too can make serious side money too. And now, serious side money. I guess that can be defined differently from everybody. In my case, when I started making side money in the trucking industry or working day to day full time in the trucking industry started making side money outside of it mine it started at like 500 a week i guess let me take it back started at a thousand a month okay i suppose that's 250 a week then it increased my goal is to make 500 a week which to me 500 a week is pretty damn cool for side you know side money but anyways then it increased to like a thousand and so on and so forth from there so not going to get into the nitty gritty of everything, but I am going to tell you how much you can make based on my experience. I will also let you know hints and tips and tricks too. So anyways, I am trying to watch my comments. I haven't watched them now, but I will. So if you guys have questions, just hit me up in the uh, comment section or whatever, and I will get to them. Maybe I can help you out there. Um, how's it going, Tyrone? How's it going, May? Hello, Olivia. Okay. So the first foremost thing that I want to make, which we all know. So stay with me, please, after this first one. We all know one of the best ways in this industry and outside of this industry to make serious side money is affiliates. And I know some of you guys are watching here that I know make serious, serious side money using affiliates. Now we're talking about factoring, 
funding, insurance, some load boards, ELDs, other logistics products, you know, stuff like that. Some companies call them different things, partners, you know, um, affiliate program, a reseller. It's all about the same thing. Basically, you refer someone to buy something and you get a cut when they make that purchase or they get that service. Now, the reason why I don't bring this, the reason why I want to bring this up because I just started finding out about the trucking um, affiliate with the factoring and the funding and the insurance and all that jazz only about three years ago. And when I started finding out about it, I already knew of people who made well over five grand a month and just referring people who needed stuff, okay? And now, best part of that is the factoring, the funding insurance, I'm gonna go through those individually. You can make a lot of serious money for not doing much. And now I'm not one of those lucky ones who made over 5K from affiliates. I made about five of them with everything combined. That's recommending insurance, recommending you know equipment finance people, recommending factoring for brokers and carriers, as well as reselling load boards with different providers. I never done the ELD stuff, but I know different freight groups. They do some of that stuff with ELDs. Um, and I know they make a little bit of money, not exactly sure how much. However, it's probably at least $20 a pop. Anyways, with factoring, let me tell you this. The reason why factoring is the best way to make serious side money, because you get a percentage of that factoring fee. And now the guy that I'm speaking of, who I'm thinking about in my head, who's probably watching this video right now, he makes upwards of you know over 10 grand per month for referring people to a factoring company. How about that? And now guess what? This guy I'm speaking of, mm, he's a truck driver. Why is he so good? Because he just happens to know so many damn truck drivers. Sometimes it blows my mind how good he is because I think I can be better, be, huh, I can be better at that. However, I didn't seem to be better because when I tried it, you know, it's a little bit of work, but referring people, since I get their information, pass it on over to you know a factoring rep i'm not sure if you call them licensed factoring rep but you fact them over you pass them on over to a factoring rep that you already have a relationship with and they kind of take over from there but the thing is if you guys factor right now look how much you're paying for that factoring fee okay now out of that a lot of affiliates and i'm not gonna speak for everybody uh i know i know your favorite freight broker people are gonna be mad for spilling secrets i get that okay but we're here to talk about money <laughs> So you can't talk about money without saying, you know, the money. So anyway, with that factoring, think about how much you pay, okay? A factoring affiliate, they get a pretty sizable chunk off of that. You know, of course, I get hounded by different companies wanting me to, you know, advertise for factoring or, um, you know, partner with them to refer people to them, all that jazz. I don't do that anymore, and I'll tell you why later. But however, factoring companies, you get at least like 15% 15, 15 of the fee for everyone you uh, you refer. Now, there's a thousand factoring companies. They're all going to be a little bit different. Some pay upwards of 20%. You can probably guess who they are. They're pretty big. And those are the ones you want. If you have a large connection or a large network in this industry, people look into becoming a factor, you know, reseller. Like I said, they call it all different stuff, but, you know, in easy terms, it's like a factor reseller, a factor broker. Literally, just Google factor broker. You guys have everything you need there. Moving right along, funding. Funding is very fun. You know, I actually wanted to do this back in the day, um, I guess more on a corporate level, when I was more in that corporate wear suit and tie type to work every day. That's not me anymore. But anyways, equipment financing, this is awesome. You know, a lot of y'all know what equipment financing is because maybe you have took advantage of it, you know, in the past. And now 
I should say, you don't need to know banking to know equipment financing. You also do not need to know factoring to become a factor broker. I just want to say that in case you didn't catch that a moment ago. Anyways, equipment financing, this is huge. We're not just talking about equipment, you know, finance for a truck, trailer, like a reefer unit, all that easy stuff. You can go further into that. I mean, there's more, there's franchise businesses, there's warehouse businesses, any fulfillment, e-commerce, all that can be factorable in certain conditions. And that, my friends, if you already factor, you already know the benefits of factoring, excuse me, if you already, same thing though, if you already, if you got equipment financing before, it's literally the same way of doing it as you will refer people to them. You have a system you log into, they fill out a you know application, you send them on to your rep and you're off on your way. And now I do know a lot of great people in this industry who has made a business around that, which is further than what I did. However, I think that's the best plan to really maximize the commissions or the cut you can get by referring people to equipment finance. You have to think, the reason why factoring and equipment financing is so lucrative, think about how much money you're getting funded or how much money some of these carriers are factoring. Maybe not right now, <laughs> but you guys get the point. You know, last year, you know, in 2018, man, <laughs> some of those people with those factoring commissions were, they were sitting pretty. They were sitting pretty. And the secret is having a job on top of it. So all of this is mailbox money. That's why I call it serious side money because anything over a grand a month, you have to really think that is some serious side money. Anyways, moving right along, insurance. Now, I'm not going to talk too much into the, about this because um, it gets tricky, okay? It's just like real estate referral. It gets very tricky with the nitty-gritty, but let me just say you can make some serious side money referring people to insurance. We all know someone who goes on Facebook every day saying, hey, you know, need a new insurance quote, who do you use? Boom! Send them to your guy. If you have an agreement with them on the backside, maybe a coordinator, if you will, at that agency, you can make some serious side cash just by sending a referral over. You literally do nothing and you make, you know, some money from that. Um, it's all different. So I don't, I don't want to say how much more than 20. I'm a lot of case more than 50. So just, I, I guess, kind of depends on your relationship with that person and who you get set up with, but very lucrative as, as well. Now, the next one is load boards. I think everybody who is on social media or who's an admin of a Facebook group or an influencer my um, people like your favorite freight broker or trucker G. A lot of them have a reseller agreement with load boards. Not all of them have them, such as truckstop.com. They do not have anything like that. However, some like DAT, um, other ones, they have some kind of a reseller program or affiliate with load boards. Why is that great? Well, because everybody uses them, okay? That's why they're great. You go on the Facebook all the time, and, I, and I'm kind of amazed by how many people don't have you know, an affiliate link for these uh, low boards. Again, I don't do that, but I used to do it and made okay money. One of them is better than the other one. However, that's just how it goes. As I said, truckstop.com, they do not have any sort of affiliate low board thing like that, but a lot of the other ones do, some bigger than the other one, but I do like the low board reseller. Um, that, that was fun, you know, last year when I did it, that was okay. But anyways, you know, when I don't have sponsors for my group, freight brokers and truck drivers, I'm lucky right now, truckstop.com has been sponsoring the group for some time. But when I don't have sponsors, you guys see me going ham with these affiliates, factoring, the funding, the insurance, the low boards. I included ELD, even though I never did that, but that's one way. Like I said, I made about, with all that combined, only about five grand a month. I say only, because there's a lot more people who make a lot more money for doing a lot less work than I did. Um, 
you know, the affiliate. So about five grand, you know, that's just what it is. When I don't have sponsors, I kind of go back after that. But let me tell you before anybody gets ideas, sponsors don't pay that. <laughs> but it's just like I said, with the affiliate, it is a lot of work. But once you get it going, a lot of you people are on Facebook, you know, chiming away, you know, commenting, posting all the time. Start signing up for affiliates. You can really make serious mailbox money. You can make hundreds a month, literally without trying that hard. I like thousands, but you can definitely make hundreds a month without trying by signing up with affiliate link. Now, again, I no longer do that, so I'm not gonna share any affiliate links that I may have used back in the past, but there's a ton of them out there and you can find them. Second, and now this one's second, but as it turns out, this is the number one way that I make money. E-commerce business, okay? And now, I don't talk about it too much, but outside of logistics, as it turns out, I run an e-commerce store. E-commerce for the people in the back is essentially selling stuff online, okay? And so that's what I do. But there's a number of ways you can make money with e-commerce. It definitely takes time. I didn't start e-commerce and start making money the next day. It took a couple years to get to this point to quit brokering day to day, you know, leave all that and to focus on this. But anyways, for e-commerce, there's a lot of ways to do it. You can do like retail arbitrage, uh, drop shipping, find a product and wholesale it from China. And if you're crafty, you can sell in places like Etsy. And I'm gonna talk about that in a few. But starting from the top, retail arbitrage. This one, this one's easy, okay? I don't like about talk about it too much because the uh, industry is very saturated, but truck drivers can really make serious money for the sole fact that they travel a lot and can be exposed to a lot of deals. I don't wanna say exposed during the Corona-19 or the COVID-19 pandemic, but truck drivers, because they're all over the map all the time, they get crazy good deals from different stores and resell them on places like Amazon. And now the retail arbitrage is this. I go buy, you know, this box of uh, paper clips, okay? This is a poor example, so stay with me. This paper clip, maybe I find them at Staples for, you know, 99 cents or let's say 50 cents a pop. But on Amazon, let's say they're selling for $1.50. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy a pallet of these at Staples, throw them all on Amazon, and make that spread in between of what they buy them for, what they sell them for on Amazon. You can go a little bit further, send all that crap to Amazon, and they can do fulfillment services by Amazon, meaning you get all that stuff or you don't store anything in your warehouse. You just simply sell to Amazon. When someone clicks on Amazon to buy that product, well, they ship your product and send you a check in the mail minus you know the fees and the shipping costs and what have you very serious way to make money. You know, I used to be very um, interested in retail arbitrage before my e-commerce business. Um, still like it, but like I said, it's very saturated. And, you know, right now, I think a lot of people heard about the retail arbitrage with the uh, the hand sanitizer stuff. You know about that dude, like in Tennessee or wherever he's from, um, bought a whole, like a storage room full of san hand sanitizer. It was like selling it for $100 a pop on Amazon before he got in trouble. Well, that's retail arbitrage. It will blow your mind about all the stuff you will see that people can resell all the time. You can even get a scanner. They make it super easy to do it. You get a scanner on your phone, you go through Walmart, you go to the clearance aisle where it says clearance aisle, <laughs> and you scan all the little barcodes, you know, right here, and it'll tell you what it's selling on Amazon. So if it says Amazon, the lowest price is $2, and these are only showing 50 cents Walmart, again, I'm buying a pallet. This is for everything. It blew my mind when I walked through Walmart checking it. I was like, wow, it's it's literally everything exactly what I heard. Anyways, that's that. Number two for the e-commerce business is drop shipping. This one's very popular and you may not even know it, okay? There's a watch company called Movement. M-V-M-T, probably spelling that wrong. 
But you know that movement watch company? Um, they have commercials talking about watches were expensive, so they created their own out of their living room. BS story. Anyways, that's basically drop shipping. Okay. They just rebranded that product, or that can kind of go with buying stuff from China and reselling it. It's all the same. Okay. What that means is you can either create a website or you can even start an Amazon store, your own store, like Craig's, you know, truckstop.amazon.com, whatever. And what they do is buy stuff from China, buy them bulk off of, um, you know, like the Alibaba or Alibaba, whatever that website is. There's also a few other ones, DHgate, okay? They buy a lot of stuff from that. And what they do is they just buy it in bulk, a few pallets of it, and just sell mainly that. So an example, going back to the watches, that little black watch for movement, okay? That was probably called a Chinese name, you know, two years ago before they started selling it. What they did, they just simply made it popular by buying a whole bunch, throwing on their logo, marketing out the yin yang with that thing all over Instagram, all over YouTube, all over Facebook. And now that's essentially their brand. <laughs> and that's that they made it their product and it's not even their product, it's only their brand. Does that make sense? You can do that with literally anything. I was on Amazon earlier trying to find examples, but my internet is so slow, I don't even wanna dare to try to pull up Amazon to show it. But there's one like a back scratcher. You know those plastic back scratchers? There's another one which, um, it's like a do-it-yourself massager. It's like one, like a curved end. Okay, like you go like this, massage your back. All that crap was bought for pennies and you know, in China. And all that guy did was buy a whole pallet of them in China for a few pennies, ship them on over to the US, get it about 30 days, ship it on over to Amazon and put a price tag of it for $9.99 a pop. Guess what? You don't need to sell very many to make all of your money back, including shipping. You can do this with anything. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Like those baby Yoda, you know, all those Yodas. You couldn't find the baby Yodas. That's a whole other story when it first came out. But you could find them in China. Guess who made the most money during that time? Well, the people bought those damn Yodas, those baby Yodas out of China and threw them on website before Disney did. That's how you do it, okay? And now, like I said, wholesaling from China, you can do it for anything. And now I, I wanna say first, if you plan on going to Google and put wholesale items from China or products like yourself from China, you're gonna be overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that's gonna be thrown your way, all the different website listings and different products that you can sell or you know advertise your market. Start thinking about products you use. Those are the best things, okay? And start looking for, um, going back to my paperclip example. If you wanna wholesale paperclips for some odd reason, type in you know Butterfly Paperclips China Wholesaler and start going through things like that. Get specific, because if you go just on Alibaba or Alibaba or that DH gate, um, like I said, you're gonna be overwhelmed. How's it going, K-Stein? How's it going, Susan? Uh, but that's basically what the wholesaling, the drop shipment. It's a lot of uh, the same, but very different. Um, but you guys get the point on that. The next thing is if you're crafty, sell on Etsy, okay? This is what you need to do if you know how to make things. If you don't know how to make something, maybe your wife or if you're the wife watching, maybe your husband, okay? We all know how to do something. We all can sell something, okay? The best products I sell on Etsy are things that are handmade or homemade, whatever. Um, that was the reason why Etsy started up. They were an online marketplace for crafters or I know there's a better word, can't think of it. Um, but that's what Etsy is. If you're not familiar, check it out, etsy.com etsy.com you can literally find everything handmade homemade whatever you could find necklaces you can find all that actually to be honest i have an urn uh it's like shaped in the cat you know when my parents passed this is what they were put in um excuse me my grandparents my mom this is what they were put in 
I got that on Etsy. Someone made the metal. You know, I got to put the ashes in it. And that's what it was. I found that because they sold it on Etsy. They could sell anything. My aunt actually has a shop making, um, like, uh, outlines of states and stuff out of metal. She uses, um, man, I'm going blank. I can't even think of the metal cutter thing she uses. Maybe you guys know. It's right here on top of my head, but I can't think of it. But that's what she does. She sells the things on Etsy, makes pretty good money off of that. Um, there we go. And now, yeah, and that's basically with that. And now you can make serious money from that, like I was saying. Now, for an online business, now it's different. Okay, retail arbitrage, like I said, you're basically relying on the spread of what you bought it for and what you sell it for. That can be anything. You're talking about a few dollars, maybe even like a dollar per sale, you know, profit all the way up to more like you know 50 or more dollars just depending on what you're doing drop shipping in a lot of cases drop shipping in a lot of cases is just difficult only because we buy from china there's a 30-day shipping time so if you have make a website that looks all american selling you know what you say is american made whatever however it's pictured there um and then someone buys it then they get in 30 days well they're going to be pretty pissed off because that's just like buying off a of wish.com um or some other Chinese website. People usually want stuff now. And so just be very cautious if you do drop shipping. And if you don't know, drop shipping is similar to where you buy it wholesale, then resell it. Instead of drop shipping is you just tell the wholesaler um, or you just send the wholesaler orders and they fulfill it and they ship it. That's drop shipping. I stay away from that because I like to control things myself, put my own name on it and kind of move along with that. I heard Susan Coach. Um, I apologize if I say that wrong. Susan Couch. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm butchering it. Is there a lot of money in Etsy? It depends what you're selling and it depends what you're doing, okay? And now, this is where the business, the e-commerce business I'm partners in, this is where it started. This is where it was born, on Etsy.com. Not only that, a lot of other businesses that I know people sell on Etsy, okay? Like I said, Etsy is just a platform, okay? Let me put it like this. Truckstop.com and DAT, those are uh, load-finding marketplaces or a platform to find loads, okay? Places like Etsy and Amazon, those are platform to buy things, okay? On the other hand, those platforms are also a place for sellers to sell things to people who are looking to buy. And so for you, Susan, if you were to buy anything on Etsy, you'll go to Etsy.com and just search and click buy. However, if you are a seller on Etsy, you go to Etsy and click on the seller spot, and that's where you will access the Etsy from there. Now, going back to is there a lot of money in it? Now there is depending on what you, you know, depending on what you sell. Like I said, Etsy's more of homemade stuff, a lot of sewing stuff, a lot of craft, craftsy, I'd say like craftsy, but a lot of crafty, uh, craftsy, whatever. <laughs> a lot of stuff like crochets, you know, talk about the Yoda from K-Sign above, talk about the Yoda. Um, a lot of people make like crochet baby Yodas, like hats for babies, you know, those crochet hats, you know, they're the pink or blue, depending on what you're having. Um, little socks, I mean, there's so much stuff. Just go on Etsy and kind of look around. So if you're crafty, you know, Etsy may be a place for you. Um, and making a lot of money kind of goes from there. You know, you sell more, you make more, kind of how it is. But that's basically what it is. And now e-commerce business, okay? Depending on what you sell, you're looking at about six digits a month, okay? A month, not a year, a month. <laughs> it's, it's very lucrative, okay? It's, um, of course, you have expenses. You know, you have the lights, you have employees, you have a warehouse, you have insurance, you have product to buy every month, you know, shipping. Shipping thousands a week, depending on, you know, what you're selling and how much weighs all that jazz. But very lucrative. And so if you have an idea what to sell online, 
you need to start looking into it. If you don't, someone else is, okay? Maybe someone watching this video, I hope so. Um, woodworking loves crafts. Yes, woodworking, woodworking. You know, Etsy, one thing I was gonna sell, I like real leather, okay? Uh, the majority of my wallets are real leather, as that's just what I like. I guess men don't have a lot of uh, pieces to accessorize with, so I pick things like wallets, bracelets, stuff like that. Anyways, uh, leather wallets, leather bracelets are huge on that. So is woodworking. A lot of custom pieces. I know a lot of people in the Army, Marines, they make all the flags and stuff and like burn them. Uh, people actually sell on Etsy and I see them in my local garage sale sites because they post the Etsy link. They sell them for like almost 100 bucks a pop and they definitely sell us. I mean, they're probably making thousands a week just off of Etsy, which is amazing, uh, you know, for doing crafts and stuff like that. So I see that, Susan, you put a trucker out of work and looking to start a business. This right here, this video is for you. Don't get too overwhelmed for, with it. I know I have some squirrel moments every now and again. I start talking about one thing. I switch off talking about um, another thing. And <laughs> I see some comments in the watch part and it's funny. Uh, you're not wrong there. But anyways, yeah, you have to keep your mind to it. You know, understand what I'm telling you may not work for everybody. They just work for me. Like I said, the affiliates, that's serious money. That's very quick too, okay? I mean, that you sign up today, you have a code tomorrow, you start doing that, but you're not gonna be able to pay your mortgage with affiliates right away. You know, after some time, you definitely can. E-commerce, that's more lucrative. I stick to that. I don't know if I'm more experienced in it or what it is, but um, yeah, that's why I know the e-commerce, I want to mention you have the retail arbitrage, the drop ship shipping, also like finding a product in China and wholesaling it from China, as well as selling on Etsy. Like I said, it's about over six digits a month. Basically, I'm gonna say with that. Um, anyways, starting a YouTube channel. This is the first job that I do not do, but I wanna tell you how to do it because man, I wish I started YouTube years ago. I know not everybody is as successful on YouTube as others. However, YouTube is literally where to go. I mean, it's um, it's honestly perfect for truck drivers. I'm always shocked when I meet a truck drivers, very outgoing like in comments or posts on Facebook, but they don't have a YouTube channel. I'm like, you guys are bored. You know you like, you guys will eat up sitting in front of a camera talking to it. <laughs> don't play me. But anyways, you know YouTubers um, is the ultimate dream for every 18 year old. I mean, that's the majority of, if you know a millionaire 18 year old, probably because they do YouTube, okay? You get YouTube, you can make money by getting sponsors and also make money by the ad shares. Basically, how it works is this. YouTube pays creators or people who upload videos a portion of the ad share. The more videos you put out, the more views you get, the more ads get attached to them equals more money you get. Now, you can also get sponsored products with that. That's always fun. If you're talking about, you know, trucking, maybe a CB radio. I mean, I'm throwing stuff out here now. Maybe a trucking clothing company will want to swag you out on their stuff or give you stuff for free just so it can be in view of the camera. No, I don't get paid for this truck to be right here. I got that as a gift when I showed up to the truckstop.com office in Phoenix when I lived there. And that was one of the things they got me, they gave me, including some socks. Yes, socks. I thought that was the best gift ever. But anyways, uh, YouTube is the best way to make money. Let me tell you how you can make money, then I'll tell you what you can do, okay? One of my favorite, favorite YouTubers of all time, go watch him. He has 330,000 subscribers, I believe it was. He makes 33 grand a month in ads. $33,000 a month in ads. That means the ads that YouTube automatically put on there without him clicking anything, they just pop up. Yeah, they're a little bit annoying to the viewer, 
But when I realized he made so much money off of having, you know, YouTube ads in his videos, I I don't care now that I watch a five second clip because I'm making him some money and you know, you should support other people who are doing things like that. Anyways, he makes 33K a month um, in uh, YouTube ads by putting out a whole bunch of videos. They're great videos and more like business, entrepreneur, real estate, investing, what have you. But I do know another guy with definitely not nearly as many subscribers who makes about $18,000 a month. So a little bit of difference, but that's because the guy that I personally know who makes that much money, I mean, he doesn't have that many subscribers, but he has a lot. The other guy, he makes insane amount of money because he has a decent amount, over a quarter million uh, subscribers. And now YouTube, a lot of people say, well, I don't do anything on YouTube that's interesting. Who does, okay? YouTube is interesting to me because I find people just like me who just go on there, rant to a camera, click post and go along, you know, go about their day. You can do that too. If I was a truck driver, I'll be posting, maybe I have a few channels. I'll be posting like my dash cam videos. You guys all have that. You guys are all seeing some crazy stuff. Maybe like a day in the life of, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'll find something entertaining at truck stop. Maybe, hell, maybe I'll have a truck stop show live from the TA or whatever. I'm not sponsored by them, just saying. Live from whatever, you know, on that. People, people are weird. They like watching other people. <laughs> That's just what it is. I like it too. I people watch, people watch as I go to YouTube, find people and just watch them, see what they do. I mean like heavy haul. If I was doing like heavy hauls or doing loads to Alaska or like unique hauls, maybe hauling statues, I'm coming up with shit. Um, I would probably have a YouTube page because a lot of people would be interested in that. And I know interest brings money and I'm all about the money. So if you're a truck driver and you have a dash cam, start at least start a YouTube channel with your dash cam videos. You never know. One of those bad boys could go viral, have a million of views. And guess what? You're getting a check. <laughs> Mailbox money 101 right there. Another thing about YouTube, why I think it's so fascinating. Have you ever went to YouTube, clicked on a video, watched it at the end, realized dude uploaded it like three years ago? Happens to me all the time. I see these, you know, cases all the time. What I like about that is that dude who created that video three years ago, guess what? He just got paid again when you watch that. So think about if you had a YouTube video, how much money a YouTube channel, how much money you can actually make. Remember, you don't need to be like an influencer or one of these people who do crazy edits to their videos to get views. You just have to have the content, have to be genuine, have to be put it out. Like I said, I don't have one. I mean, I kind of have a YouTube channel. I used to post some stuff here and there, but I, I don't use it. I, I tell people based on not on YouTube because I don't use it. I just watch it. Anyways, that's basically that. Another one that I'm going to talk about, almost out of breath here. Another one I'm going to talk about is figure out what you're good at and teach other people online. Uh, for people just joining, it's if, what we talked about so far. Affiliates, e-commerce business, start a YouTube channel and get sponsors. And now we're going to talk about figure out what you're good at and teach other people. And now... Right after I, I first started my Facebook group, well, one of the main reasons why I did that after starting my Facebook group was because I did consulting. And now I did consulting mainly for carriers because at that time I was working at a shipper. So a better way to do it than teach carriers how to build better relationships with shippers because that's what I did. Anyways, you can do that. And now this one is pretty serious money. We all know a lot of trainers on in this industry. I mean, your favorite freight broker, he's have a training course, I believe, maybe he still does. I believe he's had in-house training as well. Shaggy Consulting and Training, he used to do in-house training. Now he does, you know, traveling training shows. Um, Kevin Rutherford, he sells some kind of training program. 
Um, not sure. Anyways, there's a lot of people. I used to do it. I never sold the program because my trainings, if you took it, you know, they were like this one on one through a Zoom. Or I did do, you know, class size every week where we had 10 people do it. That was pretty fun. Now, with consulting and training, that was about five grand a month. You know, that was fun. It, and, you know, it was pretty good money. I'm not going to lie, 5K, you know, well over a grand a month. The only thing is, it took a lot of my time. And so when I did all the consulting and the training, I literally could not do anything else. I tried working in the daytime, you know, the, at the time doing like the brokering and then at the shipper. Um, then when I quit all that, I was doing the e-com business. You know, I tried doing that at the day and then this at night. Um, it just like, like your favorite freight burger saying, not anymore, too busy. That's what it was. It was way too busy. It was, I didn't have the brain capacity more because, you know, when I got on at six or 7 PM to do the training for an hour or two, you know, those people who are wanting to see me, they expect all of me, 110% of me. And I just couldn't give it cause I was working all the damn day. You know, I, I wasn't looking forward to them anymore. So I stopped doing it. I still do consulting and course. Um, that's not a lot. That's about 1500, 2000. A lot of that, to be honest, is me to provide kind of daily help, if you will. People pay a certain amount of money, which they can call me on my cell phone at any time to ask a question, respond to emails, stuff like that. So about $1,500, $2,000, but before, you know, about eight, nine months ago, it was about $5,000 a month. Like I said, it was amazing money. You know, it was great. I love doing it, but there got a time where I got burned out, just like your favorite freight broker, Steve Oatley said. He said, not anymore too busy that's what happens you know there's not a lot of us i'm gonna admit i'm gonna get hammer <clears throat> hammered for saying it not all of us are as good as trainers as another one um i said that all mixed up but you know what i mean it's a lot of people out there for training they realize they can make good money with training so they kind of just control copy you know copy and paste copy and paste copy and paste um where at the end result is you don't learn anything and so that was one thing that i also kind of ran into as well but anyways that's that. So if you're going to have something, try the training, you know, teachable.com. That one's a good one. You know, one of my dreams years ago was to create a course because I have so much stuff, so much content for like a brokerage training course. I wasn't, ooh, let me take that back. Not a brokerage training course, maybe a logistics coordinator refresher course or logistics coordinator um, entry level course, if you will. <laughs> I, I That was my dream to start up one of those, one of those. But, you know, it's hard for me to... Uh, you know, do a course right now. First, I have no time. But secondly, because, you know, I nitpick everybody else's course. I will only, ex you know, expect other people to nitpick my courses. And I just can't build it as good as what it needs to be right now. Plus, I don't want to go around saying that everybody else is doing logistics training, but they're not teaching what you, you know, really need to know if I'm not doing that too. Yeah, sure. You know, when I did my Zoom meetings, you know, face to face and explain what you learned the week, you know, the week prior and what you can do the week after sure that was great but is you need more than that and i know a lot of people who don't understand that you need more than just a phone call with me or more than sitting you know right here for a few days to learn you need more than that to become a broker dispatcher whatever anyways that's why i don't do it heavily anymore um i think about it sometimes but i know i do not have time at the end of the day so that's why it's that you dwindle down to hardly nothing around 15 2000 just for like consulting stuff now Another one that I do, that's one of my bigger side hustles, I should say. Um, this one's one of my oldest as well. Okay, I started this long before I had a Facebook group or long before I thought about affiliates, but I've been a hobbyist 360 or 3D photographer for about four years or so. About two years ago, of course, I started figuring out ways how to monetize that skill or how I can make money from my camera. 
So about two years ago or so, when I was living in Arizona, actually like longer than that, two and a half, three years ago, I started basically to monetize that by reaching out to real estate agents, you know, real estate brokers, insurance adjusters, all that jazz, to ask them slash beg them if I can do a 3D tour of their property for free to build a portfolio. Well, that's what I did, you know, for about six months, um, doing like one or two a month, really. I built up a portfolio of different real estate houses, you know, different office buildings, stuff like that, that I can use in a portfolio to package and sell as a service to somebody else. Now, at the time, you know, you make about 200 bucks, a, you know, 200 bucks, walk through a house for about 30 minutes, take 360 pictures. Uh, real quick, before I go farther, if you guys are not familiar with it, look this up. I just wrote in the comments. It's called Matterport. I don't want to confuse anybody. But a 360 photographer or a 3D photographer, they use a system called Matterport, okay? When I first got into this photography, um, I used like a $400 Insta360 1X camera. If you guys follow me on Instagram and probably wonder when the hell are these pictures, well, I took that was an Insta360 1X. They're weird. They're a tiny planet, bobbleheads. You know, it's um, crazy, whimsical pictures. That's what I did as a hobby. Uh, until I realized that camera can actually be used to make VR tours. So I started doing VR tours. When I moved back to Illinois a few weeks ago, I decided, you know what? I make about a grand a month with this dumb little 400 camera. Let me step it up and let me get an actual Matterport camera. So this one's a little bit pricey, not gonna lie, but the Matterport camera that I got is about three grand. A little bit north of that, you know, with the, tri with the tripod, that's about 400. Um, the clips for it, you know, 100, all that jazz, the systems. I think you get as low as six, nine bucks a month. But mine's 129 a month because I host, you know, other properties. <clears throat> but for about under five grand, you can literally buy a business that you make thousands a week of doing it if you do it full time. Like I said, I do it part time, trying to tap into more real estate agents. Long ago, you know, when I was a youngin, I used to do home inspections part time for foreclosed companies. I know a lot of you are probably familiar with that. But basically, I want to use this camera and redo it, except do foreclosed property inspections with a 3D camera. How about that? Like I said, if you guys aren't familiar, check out Matterport. Um, that's the Matterport camera that I have and the system I use to make dollhouses, VR tours, all that jazz. I know some people who make almost about a thousand a day with big jobs doing it. They mainly work with like contractors, architects, and those insurance people who house burns down, they have to go in there and write out a check. So they go in there with Matterport tour and that's it. I'm not that good yet, but best believe I'm gonna turn this side hustle into that kind of business once I get more time. I actually made a website for it, it's called Illini360.com. I haven't put up any models there yet, um, but I'm going to once again, I get more time. But that is a serious side hustle. If you guys are interested in like real estate or architect, um, I know some of you guys are agents. It was, I don't know who it was. Uh, it was a lady, I'm gonna think of it. Anyways, about like a month or two ago, um, when I was messaging her about something, I asked what she did. She was actually a real estate agent on the side. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, it's uh, people like that use this technology to, technology to make serious money. Like I said, VR tours, if you ever go on like Zillow.com or apartments.com or realtor.com and you click 360 tour, well, this camera is what makes it happen, okay? Anyways, that's a serious side gig. Like I said, I want to ramp up that bad boy because like I said, it's my hobby. And if I can make 10, 15, 20 grand a month doing it, well, I think I need to focus on that. And that's what I'm going to start doing here in the next couple months. At least that's what I plan on doing. Last but not least, I think that's last one, two, three. Yeah, six. Okay, last but not least is taxes. Okay, this one's boring, but if you guys know Kevin Rutherford, you know you can make some serious money. I know he does more than taxes. 
don't come and tag me for it. But he makes serious money from taxes. Not only him. There's a lot of people, especially in this little village I live in now again. There's a lot of people who make serious money doing taxes. Yes, it is very seasonal. However, that season can last a number of months, especially people like me who file extensions to push it out so you don't have to deal with it right now. It's a serious business, you know, doing it. Especially if you tap into the trucking industry like Kevin Rutherford, what he clearly did. You know, I don't listen to him as much. Um, however, I think he's be a truck driver or something or owned a carrier or something like that. Started doing accounting and now he does all that. It could be backward, but I know he makes serious money. If you've seen that RV and that truck he pulls it with and his house, you would know taxes is very lucrative, especially when you can do the majority of stuff, you know, online, virtually, remotely. Um, yeah, as you guys can see, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about is to do like at home or remote, minus the photography. Everything else to do literally standing at your desk, okay? My desk is over there. <laughs> but anyways, you can literally do everything at your desk. You definitely don't need a staff of people doing it. I'm talking about you, what ways that you can make money doing what you basically do every day. And now, a lot of you guys are telling me, Craig, I drive a damn truck. I have no time. By the time I get into the, you know, the sleeper, I'm watching my Netflix and that is it. I don't blame you. But there's a reason why, you know, some people profit over a hundred grand a month and some people don't. Okay. And I say that very harshly, but that is the true reality of how it works. Right now when trucking sucks, if you had something to fall back on, it won't, it would not hurt as bad. Right now, everybody's living off reserves or savings or counting on that stimulus, grant, check, whatever it's called, coming in to save a life. Use this opportunity now. Instead of using it to learn a new language, do it if you want to, but instead of learning a new language or building that shit in the backyard, figure out a way to make more money. I can't be the only one on earth who's constantly thinking about ways to make more money. I know there's more people like the, like me out there. Um, and like I said, I know people make way more money than I do. And I think, man, I need to step up my game. One thing I want to add that I did not add in here because it's my job. So I don't know if I want to call it a side hustle. As it turns out with freight brand websites, you know, that is pretty lucrative. You know, not so much your websites, you know, creating websites. That takes a ton of work, especially working with people, all the back and forth. That is almost not worth it. What's worth it is selling hosting packages and different maintenance plans with them. Okay. And now website, uh, Ruby, I'm glad you said penny stocks because I'm going to talk about that. Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, as websites with my company, Freightbrand.com, you know, last year, you know, last year when we were doing websites, basically the goal was websites, 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 keep creating, keep creating, keep creating. But guess what? Came to a point where like, is it time even worth it? If all you're doing is creating, going back and forth with all these carriers and brokers, half of them aren't even staying in business. So it definitely doesn't do me any good with, you know, advertising there. But what is good, hosting, like I said, the maintenance with that, advertising. If you go with Facebook ads, you can sell a Facebook ad package. I know a lot of people on Facebook, they say, oh, I used to work for Facebook. Let me do Facebook ads. Those are the same people who believe in the damn Easter Bunny still, okay? <laughs> It, it, it's funny when I see, even in my group, sometimes from people, they say, oh, I'm working with the guy. He's outstanding getting all these leads. He's a work for Facebook. And now all of a sudden he's working in groups doing Facebook ads. Like, be smart on that, people. But anyways, if you can do that, I mean, that's another serious way to make money. Not going to get into the nitty gritty of those details, but just know hosting is about $300 per year per person. Every single website needs one or you can't really live online. Therefore, 
you could sell a lot of those and make serious passive income every single month from the hosting or if you do what we do and sell by the year. That's even better because coming up is a one year mark where you get a pretty big check for all the year hostings and maintenance plans and all that jazz. Like I said, website creation, not a lot of money. You don't make hardly anything with the time involved and the, you know, the different people helps you create them. Like the written contact people, content people, the copywriters, you know, buying images. Images on websites are definitely not free unless you take them. Or you can do what half the other trucking companies and dispatchers and brokers do and use the same stock images they find for free on Adobe. But don't be like that guy. <laughs> like I said, but that's one way. I, didn't, I don't know if I want to include that on a side hustle since that is a job. Um, however, wanted to put that in there. Like I said, out of those six, basically I make money from all of them except uh, a few of them. Or my main ones I make money is e-commerce, sponsoring, and consulting, as well as VR and 360 tours. Yes, I know Steve Oatley, hate to burst your bubble. Uh, there's no Easter Bunny, but did you dress up as the Easter Bunny? I know you got some kids. I don't see no pictures on your Facebook. You have to dress up as the Easter Bunny. If you're a parent, that's what you have to do. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Ruby, I'm glad she brought this up because how'd I forget, you know, man, dealing with my internet right before this video, I couldn't get on my intro music, which I was so disappointed about because I wanted to use it for the second time today. I couldn't because my internet's so slow. So sorry if it's fuzzy on your side. But she says penny stocks. Yes. If you guys are familiar with penny, penny, oh, penny stocks, go for it. Not penny slots, penny stocks. Now, there's a lot of people, Louis Perez, I'm talking about you. There's a lot of people in the uh, group, especially my Facebook group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers who's very familiar with penny stocks. My problem is I go long. <laughs> I go short. Everything that I buy, I'm like, oh, this is next Apple. You know, that's just, uh, that's me. I, I'm too emotional with my money, I guess, to just kind of throw it in there. But penny stocks is a great way to make money. You know, when I signed up for Robinhood.com, I believe it was, um, I'm gonna look for it now. But uh, they give you like a stock for free. I think I got plug, P-L-U-G, plug power for free. That bad boy was like $2.50 when I got it. Um, sold the dumb thing around four, but then I hit myself in the face when I got it because I realized that thing went up like over six or above six. Um, but anyways, that's why I'm not good at it. But I know a lot of people who make good money with penny stocks. Let me say one thing else. At the start of the show, I said when I started doing side hustles, my goal was like, 500 a month or whatever, can't remember, then a thousand, what have you. But when I was at that 500 a week mark, I thought this, if I make $100 a day, I can be off the weekends and still be self-employed, still pay my car, insurance, house, food, anything else I wanna buy, margaritas every Friday, all that stuff. I kept telling myself, all I need to make is $100 a day. This was years ago, people. Penny stocks, you can make like 150 or 200 a day if you have a little bit of money and can watch, um, kind of know stocks a little bit. If you don't know anything about stocks, go to YouTube, type in penny stocks, how to read penny stocks, blah, blah, blah. And you can learn about penny stocks. I, I keep talking about it because I know you can make serious money. I want someone to teach me how to be more confident like them and I'll be better in it, better at it. But like I said, I think I'm too emotional with my money sometimes where I really buy something, then put it in the stocks. I think, what if I lose some money? You know, <laughs> I know that's not how it works, but like I said, I'm usually one to go long. I was just selling the dumb thing so I don't make money. You know, that's just what it is. That's that long-term money, like real estate. I'm not into that long-term money. I'm into that uh, short-term money. 
things I told you here. But that being said, short but sustainable money, people, okay? Like I said, everything that I talked about here is ways that you can make over $5,000 a month part-time. Now, me saying that, I feel like one of those Instagram influencers standing in front of a Lamborghini next to a mansion saying, click here, give me your email, buy this course and become rich. That is not me. <laughs> I'm just telling you ways that I make serious side money doing the things I do. I don't even know if I can call them side gigs anymore because they make, you know, like full-time money. But they're side gigs to me, so hopefully they can be side gigs to you, especially in this down economy, especially if you're sitting in your truck after a delivery, instead of clicking on Netflix, how about you start researching ways to make more money? We're all tired. We all work all day. I get it, you guys drive. I get it, you guys put up with more idiots in a 10-minute time span on an interstate than what I do in four days. However, if you want to make serious money by this time next year, you got to start right now. What better time to start planning how to make a whole bunch of money than right now? It is April 13th, people, one year. I'm going to check on this video, and I hope to see success stories. And if I don't hear success stories from you guys, I will be letting you guys know my new success story by going ham on all the side gigs that I just said. Like I said, with the uh, with the 360 VR tour photography, that's not too much a grand, you know, 1500 a month right now. But best believe by next year, if I'm not making $10,000 a month from that, I'm probably going to move on to the next best thing. That's just how I roll. I hope you guys roll like that. I hope you guys can use this video as positivity. There is no BSing in this video. It's all raw. It's all truthful. I just told you how much I made. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, Ruby, we all need the motivation from time to time. Let me tell you, every morning, I used to get up at 6 a.m., and I went to this place called Cycle Bar there in Phoenix. Basically, I got on a bike for 45 minutes and rode like 25 or more miles. Now, Cycle Bar, it wasn't to get um, a workout. It was to get motivated. That's why I went there. I said six, but before six, we leave at six. Anyways, I went there every single morning because in the Cycle Bar place, you're on this rider, you know, like a bike, exercise bike. They're going ham. They have the music on full blast or dancing. Or giving motivational speeches, all that jazz. You feel good. I used to walk out of that place every day, go shower, get a cup of coffee, and go to my office feeling like a million bucks because I am a million bucks, but also because I felt motivated. We need this motivation, all of us, to get to where someone else is at. Another thing I want to add, I know I keep adding, 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 adding. Uh, once upon a time, I had lunch with the CEO of Archer Daniels Midland. If you're not familiar with them, his name is Juan, okay? Juan is the newer CEO there at ADM or Archer Daniels Midland. I'm sure the majority of you guys know about that. I was lucky enough to sit down to have lunch with them. And at that lunch, at the very end, when I was shaking his hand to leave, I said, Juan, I heard leaders are readers. What book do you recommend? And he handed me the book, you know, I have his bag or whatever, called Barking Up the Wrong Tree, okay? It was talking about, in that book, I'm not going to give away, it gives a... Uh, kind of an attitude example or an at attitude approach about what we think leaders are and what they actually are. And after that meeting, my mind blew because I used to think you had to sit in a brokerage and this sweat mill sitting there all day with other people you don't even like to sell freight to get rich. It was when I read that book, working out that shipper that I realized that is not how you become rich. We all define being rich differently my rich could be different from yours. Yes, I am very rich in health and family and love, 
But when it comes to money, I'm not, okay? But I want to be. And after I read that book, that motivated me. Put a fire under my ass saying, I can do this too, not to. I'm going to do it better. Whole point of that was to become successful, part of that book, you have to find and look up to someone who is already successful and mimic what they do. You can find and look up to someone, to someone you don't even know or that they don't even know that you're looking up to them. In my case, I have a few of them. So it happens to be Richard Branson, he's one. The CEO of ADM, he's two, one. I also like Elon Musk, that's another one. There's a few more, but you guys get the point. I look up to those people and they have no idea I'm even looking up to them. I have a lot of things in common with them. My drive, my energy, where I'm going out in life. That's all point. You guys have to find someone who is just as motivating or, or who is as motivating as what you need or who's more successful than you that you strive to be like. Don't be jealous and don't envy somebody because they're more successful. Strive to be like them. Do not reinvent the wheel or you will go broke. That's another thing that I knew. When I was a kid, I thought, man, what can I come up with you know, to be successful? I thought about every way I can reinvent the wheel. That is not how you become successful, people. You could, you can, but don't reinvent the wheel, okay? Mimic somebody else's, but become better at it, okay? If it's a product, have a better product. If you're a service, provide more. Everybody's big in customer service, so if you're a jackass, or if you are unprofessional on Facebook groups, well, that's probably why you're not as successful in your business life. I could be wrong, but I'm just letting you guys know. Um, I love watching Shark Tank. Me too. I absolutely, absolutely love watching Shark Tank, The Profit. You know, there's a few more out there. Um, also, YouTube. I keep mentioning YouTube. There's a lot of people on YouTube who do different things that are very similar to them. That's where I get my inspiration. Finding your niche. Finding your niche makes you rich. Never forget that. Finding your niche making you rich. Just like brokers. You know, a lot of people say, Craig, why don't you become, have your own brokerage? You know, you have all the experience, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do it. You know, plus, you guys all know, when I was a broker day to day, I moved easy stuff. General drive and freight. General reefer freight. I mean, you can't get much easier than that. <laughs> Everybody moves general drive and freight, general reefer freight. So if I was to become a brokerage, you know, go out, get my own brokerage authority, call myself a broker, well, I'm gonna go broke because I do not have a niche. I'm moving general crap, okay? If you're hauling wind blades, you know, those turbines, you know, stuff like that, you're probably gonna be rich, getting rich as a broker, even a carrier, because you have a niche, okay? You're not gonna find you, most likely, on a low board um, that everybody else uses. So that's what it is. I'm glad you said that. Ruby mentioned, added a couple of them. Um, Ruby mentioned about the penny. Keep thinking penny slots. I haven't been to Vegas in like four months. Maybe that's why I keep thinking penny slots. Before you think I'm a gambler, I am not. You just heard me say I don't, you know, spend my money that way. But I just keep thinking penny slots. However, Ruby recommended penny stocks, which I totally also recommend if you guys have a little bit of knowledge in that. And if you guys don't, what are you guys going to do? That's exactly right. You guys are going to go on YouTube and research how to make money in penny stocks. Uh, how to read penny stocks, blah, blah, blah. And you guys will go from there. Brenda Jackson, Brenda Jackson said, great advice, love your show. I appreciate Brenda. Thank you for your support. All your support means a lot. You know, everybody watches. That's the only way these videos kind of get out into the masses. There's a lot of us doing these videos. 
your favorite freight broker, Steve Oatley, is one of the main ones, at least the most consistent that I see of the people who have not blocked me on Facebook. I see him being one of the most consistent people that I enjoy watching. So if you're not familiar with him, go ahead and click on his page and you can like his page there. Also, Trucker G. Show Trucker G some love. Um, also, my friends at truckstop.com. If you guys are not familiar with them, you guys need to go to truckstop.com because they're giving away a free month of the Loadboard Pro. That's, of course, for brokers and for carriers as well. As I always say, if you're a little guy in the industry like I was, like I still am, you guys definitely need to use what the bigger guys use because that's the only way that you're going to be competitive. Um, I'm watching the live party uh, comments here. I can't read them all, but in this market, making an OnlyFans page it's also a good option. You could do that. <laughs> I I don't condone it, but you definitely could do that. Uh, <laughs> May, Car May Carolina says, uh, I'm reading on my phone here. May Carolina says, LOL, now we're going to see all these grown men <laughs> making videos. You're probably right, okay? But that is a good thing, you know? Instead of all these men going to the Facebook group like mine, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers, and venting about your day, do it on a video. Do it over YouTube. I guarantee you, you'll get a lot more engagement, more of a response um, on YouTube than what you will in a Facebook group. That's how it works. You know, there's people like you who want to be entertained by people like you. Does that make sense? Imagine this. Imagine a, uh, a new truck driver, 18, 19 years old, well, if he was fresh off the block, just got a CDL and ready to hop in a truck, well, if I was him, I'm probably going to go to YouTube and put like day one trucking or day in the life of a truck or veteran truck drivers to get an idea of what the hell it is like out on the road without a trainer. You know, even though you go through training and blah, 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 I still want to see different tidbits of life on the road. And what's better than that than the going on YouTube? Uh, I see another comment. What's your advice? What's your advice for owner ops in this market? Now, great question. And now, how's it going, Robert? I see your comment there. Appreciate it. And now, uh, my advice for owner operators kind of like this. Like I said before, I'm gonna say it two ways. If you can't make more money, you have to save more money. That is the only way to do it. If you can't make more money, you gotta save more money. Now, another part I'm gonna say. If you can't change something, change what you can, okay? Right now, the market, we cannot change. None of us can change the market. None of us can change the industry. A broker giving you 10 more cents on a mile today and not tomorrow is not going to save anybody in the industry. That is a sad but harsh truth there. What we can do is get creative to figure out how we can survive. My number one tip on surviving a down economy is skinning out or excuse me skinning what the hell <laughs> thinning out things you do not need in your operation i mean if you can downsize technology load boards insurances start looking for ways to save money cancel subscriptions if you can not talk about the low boards because you definitely need low boards but cancel anything else you can and now with owner ops also was really going to be deciding factor of your um, not sure if I want to use the word stability or survival, if you will. Hate using that word, but for lack of better words, survival. After this pandemic, you really need to focus on your overhead. I know a lot of owner operators have paid off trucks, paid off trailers. You know, they just pay, um, you know, the insurance and the low board costs and what have you. 
they're probably going to do just fine because we're parking that bad boy, living off reserves, living off our savings until the market picks back up. Because we all can assume, I don't want to say no, we can all assume when the market does pick back up, basically it's going to be great. Not sure how long it will be great, but it's in my opinion, the markets will spike because you're going to have all the loads going inbound to the ports. All the ports are going to have a lot more freight shipping from the ports, more inland to the U.S., Think DC centers, you know, things like that, different warehouses, stuff like that. So I don't have any sound or solid advice to make your life any easier, I suppose, out on the road or make your financial hardships less. However, I just have to say, downsize if you can, start saving money where you can, meaning downsizing, you know, subscription, things like that. And if you have a high overhead, call your lenders if you have not already on your equipment or whatever you have to see about different payment arrangements. I know payment arrangements are pushing payments. Definitely not ideal, especially when the trucks cost a lot and the interest even more. However, you need to keep your cash. Okay, if you have credit cards, call them up. Don't be paying them right now, okay? Things that you can stop paying, do it. Don't just stop paying, call first. I'm gonna say that a few times. Call the people, the lenders, the credit card companies before you stop paying, because most of them, you know, my car is through Ally Bank. I know they already sent me something saying I don't want to pay for six months. I am fortunate enough to continue paying, therefore I'm going to, but there's other things like that. I have insurance through USAA because I was in the army back in the day. They put a deferment on my insurance for six months on my house insurance as well as my car insurance. There's different things that owner operators need to start considering. I know a lot of it's overwhelming, but what's even more overwhelming is going cash broke before the market gets better. Do not live off of credit right now. Try to save as much, excuse me, try to live as much as you can on credit right now and save your cash. That is just my opinion by that. If you can wait to pay later, pay later, save that cash. Um, I feel like I went on and on and on with that. I'm a truck driver with an invention that I sell. Uh, nice, okay. Robert says I'm a truck driver with an invention that I sell. That is awesome. I'm curious of what invention that you sell. Uh, drop it in the comments if you're still in here. I know that was a few minutes ago. Drop out. Wait, I'm, I'm curious. That is another way to make money. You know, my, I have this uh, Uncle James. His nickname is Crazy Uncle James for, you know, obvious reasons. But when I was younger, that was his nickname. Anyways, growing up, he used to carry around this, uh, like this note, notebook or whatever, like right here in his pocket, breast pocket. And it was his inventions. His nickname also was like Handy, you know, like Handy Man, I guess. But, uh, he was constantly drawing out inventions. I mean, there's a few that I can name off the top of my head. The one that um, you're sticking like drywall is like a little wire, or you're sticking a piece of drywall and you can hang pictures on that. Thought about that. There's a few board games like you put a card on your head and you guess what's on the card by making movements. That was one of the things he created like over 10, 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, I'm always curious about inventions. Uh, that's why I like Shark Tank. I know someone else says Shark Tank. Shark Tank's awesome because when I see someone like, Dang, how did I not think of that? <laughs> like, what is that? I see a lot of things like that. Um, anyways, David Castillo said, when do you think it will pick back up in your opinion? He put opinion on the next one. Uh, so he said, when do you think the market will pick back up? Great, great question. And now I don't know. I'm going to look at that. I don't know when to pick back up. But, you know, originally, if you asked me this about two or three weeks ago, I would have said around July. I don't have any like hard facts. I have zero historical data. No one does because we have never been through a pandemic like this in our lifetime, I suppose. 
but no one has hard data or hard facts to say. A few weeks ago, I thought July. I'm not as certain now. I hope to be as certain, but we'll see. I'm going to try to do a uh, sonar video sometime this week. Maybe on Wednesday win video. Maybe I'll do a Wednesday win video. I don't know. We need some wins to have a Wednesday win video. <laughs> but anyways, maybe I'll, I'll try to do a sonar to look at the map. Um, if you're interested and we kind of navigate around. Um, that's why I like using sonar because some information is more useful to other people. And people be like, oh, Craig, can you look at this for me? I'm just curious and I can pull that up. Um, yeah, like, yeah, sonar is great for that. But like I said, I know maybe around July, whenever it is. Whenever this pandemic's over, I say about a month after that. I heard somewhere in California, I could be wrong. I heard somewhere in California that they stretched out this, um, you know, stay indoors, whatever. Up to like May 15th. <laughs> That's still like a month away. I hope not. My gosh. But I mean, I, I understand. I definitely understand it. So I'm not going to get into that. Um, Osman, I see you. Where have you been? <laughs> I see you in the, uh, the watch party comments. I haven't seen you in a long time. Um, I see you there. Hey, Jason. I see you as well. Jason Parch. Um, pigtail. Okay. Prodriverproject.com slash pigtail. You're getting a shout out here. Now, this is that indirect shout out. I shouldn't even be doing this, but now I'm curious. Project.com slash pigtail. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm like on dial up speed right now. It's, it's loading, I guess. Um, the pigtail wedge. What? Reduce the frustration of flickering trailer lights by using... Oh, interesting. People, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's something like this. When I'm watching Shark Tank and I see an adventure pop up and I'm like, how do they think of that? Or, man, I could have th thought about that. Uh, Robert Patterson is one of those guys. I'm giving him a free shout out here. Go on his website, prodriverproject.com slash pigtail. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's as simple as simple can can be. I hope you're very successful in you doing that, especially, I believe you wrote, yeah, I'm a truck driver. Awesome. A truck driver selling a product out on the road. You cannot get better than that. I believe they define that as the American dream, or that's at least, appreciate it, Osman, or that's at least how I would define it um, there. Ruby said, Texas, May 31st. May? Are you sure? April or May? Ruby, I need clarification on this. Are you saying May 31st or April 31st? I can read, but I'm hoping you don't mean, uh, I'm hoping you don't mean May. Anyways, Amy says, uh, Rube, Ruby, I like the thought process, but most of the, most of the time you are not aware who the shipping receiver is until Lotus book. I'm missing something here. Okay. I don't see all the comments. Um, Craig, we will be able to watch the video later. I lost internet connection. Yes, that's right. Amy, this will be ready for recording after the show as well as on my podcast um, that you can find on www.trucking.fm, pop up my trucking radio. That will be available there by tonight or by tomorrow morning. Oh, man, Ruby. They say don't kill the messenger here, but uh, you're disappointing me. Texas is shut down to May 31st. Man, who asked me that earlier? I think it was David. Yeah, David asked me, when do I think we'll be picking back up? And I said, if you asked me two or three weeks ago, I'd probably say July. This is why no one can give an accurate prediction. Let me point down to it. It's because of this shenanigans right here. Texas is closed to May 31st. That is ridiculous. I'm not a doctor, so I guess I can't have an opinion. Um, stay indoors. Wash your hands. <laughs> Use Lysol wipes. Even when I go to a gas station, I pull out a Lysol wipe. I put on my little holder thing and do it. You know, I even wipe down my door handle, make sure because 
I'm a little nervous about it, especially I live in a small town, and thankfully no one has been, I don't want to say infected, but no one has caught the COVID-19 coronavirus. So, man, I'm being careful. Hope you all are being careful too. You know, I appreciate everybody went on a long tangent, I feel like. I'm kind of neglecting my comments here, but I appreciate all you guys watching. Even appreciate you guys even more for supporting my weekly show, Make More Money Monday, sponsored by truckstop.com. I'm trying to get a set behind me. It is boring. I even took away my TV. Last week, there was a TV there I had, but I wanted it at my own office so I can watch it. So I brought it in my office, so no more TV behind me. But I promise you, I'm going to have something exciting behind here eventually. Um, yeah. But if you guys have any questions, I know I said a lot during this video broadcast, um, as well as on my podcast. So my podcast viewers, if you guys have questions, my video viewers have questions, be sure to reach out for me. Reach out to me. If you guys can't see my Facebook page, you can easily find it by going to craigbliss.com or joining my group on Facebook, freight brokers and truck drivers. Click request and I will get that as soon as I can. Like I said, I appreciate all you guys. I hope you guys use this time to make serious money. Start your plans now so someone like your neighbor or friend is not making more money than you next year. Like I said, it's not about bragging. It's about being successful, okay? I'm here to help other uh, everyone else be successful, not in just trucking, okay, but in other businesses. I'm not the only one on, on earth or in this industry who has more businesses outside of trucking than not, okay? So be like me, be like somebody else, be like somebody, become successful. So we stop dealing with this crap market, cheap rates and all that. Cause when we have markets like this, you guys can afford to park the truck and not go broke because you have a side hustle or a side job um, kind of lean on to. Plus if you have kids, you guys should be having all these side jobs going up anyways to give them something to do as well. Anyways, thanks Ruby, thanks Amy, thanks Robert, David, everybody else. I appreciate everybody jumped on, hopped on, uh, your favorite freight broker as well. Thank you, and I'll see you guys. And like I said, this week in the middle of the week, I'm going to do a sonar video. If you guys are interested in that, make sure you drop comments. Tell me what areas of the map you want to look at the sonar information or the rate analyst, all that. I'm not a broker and not a carrier. It's for y'all. So if you guys want to know what an area looks like or what's it doing in the, um, you know, the data, what these megas are looking at, let me know. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's serious. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me finish sonar. Yeah. Let me know. Um, and yeah, we'll get through that. I'm going to do sonar sometime this week. So yeah, just let me know about that. Ruby says, be an organ donor. Thanks for your show. Uh, my daughter was saved twice by an organ donor. That is outstanding. I am an organ donor as it turns out. My mother, when she passed away, we actually did that. We actually went a step further and donated her. I know it sounds weird, but that just was her wishes, and that's what we did. But she did come back and get put in a cat. <laughs> and so it's quite funny. But as we said, being an organ donor, I think at the end of Price is Right, they will say spay, <laughs> spay and neuter your pets. I guess it can be my ending, being an organ donor. But until next time, remember, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's find ways to make more money in 2020 and beyond. I will see you guys sometime this week. See you later.